Winches and scallywags, rugrats over 18 years of age, prudes avert your ears and eyes. The Asylum Studio brings to you a show to bend your mind and implode your morals. Ethics be damned. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Chaos and Disorder. Yes, sir. Welcome back in Studio B. This is Chaos and Disorder. Check out everything we got to gots to offer over at Chaos and Disorder on the tweeters, Chaos and Disorder podcast on the Facebooks, and you can always email the show at K- or Chaos and Disorder Pod at gmail.com. We need to line those up a little bit. That's a bit of a mouthful. It is, and, and it's kind of weird how when you try to get on these different social media things uh, that name's taken yeah how can hey, you, you never chaos, see it anywhere we're the only freaking chaos and disorder pod how can it be taken everywhere yeah, exactly but thank you andy frampton for that introduction you can find andy at bronco swanson on facebook and tiktok and uh watch for his upcoming shows in your area and for rival lovers for our intro and outro music find him on twitter at Real rival lovers, and you can find them on Bandcamp as well. You should start doing the TikTok. I'd like to see your TikTok page. No, I don't think you would. I think I would enjoy. It. You can do those dances, you know, the, like yeah. the, like the kids do. Yeah. I'd watch that. Oh, tearing the studio yeah, apart here. Apparently, we've got Rick tearing the studio All apart. Right. So, I mean, you you see where the the epic fail of our producer is, don't you? Yeah, as you're sitting there drinking water, I've I've never seen such a thing. You you gonna be all right? I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to get through or not. But we do have a surprise segment tonight. Oh, we do. Yes, we actually have a beer segment of the show. Oh, where we're going to critique a couple of beers. I probably aren't gonna like it. So that that's a preview. Yeah, but is it like your opinion will fruity? be fruity? Is there squid in it? You know, what kind of weird stuff did you do with this beer? You know, squid seems to come up a lot. I think shows, about squid it? more often than I probably should. Yeah, I think I meant to say snails, and I said squid. Like, what's that? Escargot or something? That's a snail. I think that's what I was thinking of because I was talking about douchey food, and somehow I ended up at squid. I don't know how I got there. I don't like squid. So people eat squid. Oh, yeah. You've tried squid? I have. What, I don't what, like it. What possesses you to try squid? Like you think, I really like want to eat or, this squid. Like a Japanese restaurant or something like that or a seafood restaurant, they actually have it as an appetizer. That's the only thing that I've ever tried in, like a little piece of it. Was it like fried? Is it just? Yeah, you can get them fried. That's how I had it. I'm sure there's many other ways of cooking it, but. I did not care for it. Probably be all right fried. I mean, pretty much anything, if you deep fry it and dip it in marinara, is pretty good. No, it's kind of like um, dipping the inside of an old Titleist and then, <laughs> and then okay. frying that. I mean, yeah, it just, I don't know. It just wasn't all that good. You're not selling it very well. I'll, I'll certainly say that. All right, so let's get into it. I guess probably the biggest news since we got together last. Uh, my favorite thing in the world is when a player of the caliber of J.J. Watt, and, and this happens with a 1,000 guys, comes available, the media and all the experts on Twitter decide, here's the three or four places they're going to go, and invariably – they end up at a place you never even considered, never even oh, thought of. Uh, just in our neck of the woods. Oh, he'll come here for the million-dollar minimum to be with his brothers. Yeah, yeah, right. 
I don't know. Are all fan bases like this? Because I feel like Probably. Pittsburgh Steeler fans have to be the most delusional. There's always a reason why a guy is going to take one twentieth of his worth to come play here for for some unknown reason that the brothers think. Yeah, you know, why why would he take? You know, twenty million dollars less to come play with his brother. I, I, I got a brother. I wouldn't pay seven dollars to see him, let alone twenty million dollars. Oh, I know. I, I agree. So, I, so two year deal, twenty three million guaranteed with the Cardinals. It's kind of a cool fit. I, I think that I'd never considered the Cardinals. I, I'm a kind of excited. Yeah, and I mean, I actually saw on Twitter, and I can't even remember who it was. It was one of the. You know, the gurus, you the, know, the guru. Sean Salisbury or somebody, Salisbury, whatever. Eh, the Cardinals aren't going to be in the playoffs for a couple years anyway. Really? I mean, it's not like they're an extremely horrifying rebuilding team. No. I mean, they were pretty competitive team. last year. Kyler Murray's another year older, and he's looking better. Uh, they've got weapons. I, You know, I I, I fail to see where this is coming from. I think this is going to be a extremely tight West race, and it's obviously the best division of football. But it's an interesting one, too, right? I mean, San Francisco, with, with all the opt-outs and all the Rona and all the injuries last year, we forget that team was in the Super Bowl two, two seasons years, yeah. ago. Yeah, I don't know if Garoppolo's the guy we'll see, you know, with a full offseason, a full complement of guys, although it does seem they're desperate to get rid of him, at least the speculation is I've never heard San Francisco say that. So they're still good. Obviously the Rams bringing in Stafford is interesting and already a a great defense. Seattle. Well, doesn't Seattle almost look like the odd man out of this with the the turmoil with Russell Wilson and the offensive line woes. And right. A defense is probably better than we give it credit for only because it's not as dominant as it was 10 years ago, but it's still a fair defense. This division is interesting. And they still have Pete Carroll for a coach who seems to throw together a highly competitive team about every year in Seattle. So, yeah, this division it looks like it's going to be very strong and very close. The Rams, to me, are the odds-on favorite, obviously. Probably. The addition of Stafford, the weapons that they have on offense, that offensive line, that defense, of course. Um, and we already mentioned San Francisco. So, yeah, uh, you know, with that addition to Watt and the Cardinals – Hell, free agency comes up, what, the 17th of March, and you'll see some moves coming. Coming, Getting back to your point, you know, the gurus are landing spots for Juju, you know, and all this yeah. other kind of nonsense. They, they've got them going everywhere. And yeah. Well, and he probably could because, you know, I don't know what his expectations are for a deal. This is a bad year to be a free agent wide receiver. The list of names of wide receivers hitting free agency, I'm not sure Juju's in the top ten of that list. So, you know, Steeler fans, if you want them back, there may be a shot there because it's just – I don't know what that market could look like. So, so I guess going back to J.J. Watt, the one question rattled around in my head, does he make them markedly better defensively? This isn't J.J. Watt of six years ago. No, he's certainly not J.J. Watt of of six years ago. Look, he's been, and I hate using this term, but he has been the last few years injury prone. Oh, often injured. Always injury. Always injured. If if they can get 13 games out of this cat, I think, yeah, it it does improve that, that defense a lot. But 
you know, that's always the big question mark. You may get six games out of them, and then where are you? Yeah, and that's what it'll be about is the health, right? Because it will be interesting to see if he's healthy. This will be the first time in his career he's not the best defensive end on the field. Chandler Jones is going to get that attention. This should open J.J. Watt up to more opportunities. So it it really is interesting. I think with this Cardinals team, you bring in Hopkins, they've got the running game, they've got a – what was already a good defense you add J.J. Watt to, like so often is the answer. This is Kyler Murray. Does he take the next step? If he takes the next step, that team is a Super Bowl contender. Right. If he plays, you know, even at the level he did last year, maybe it's a little tougher. I mean, he was great last year. If he keeps progressing the way he has, look out. Just look. It's interesting. Oh, there's no doubt about it. And I like the fact that they're going into now the second full year of him with Hopkins and Christian Kirk. Right. You know, and just the whole offense, it's the way it is right now. Look, Larry Fitzgerald, he's Mr. Hall of Fame. Well, he gone, right? He re- did yeah, he retire? I, think, I, I don't know if he's re- officially retired or not, but I got to assume that he's going to be gone. Yeah, all oh, certainly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, He's your age, is he not? I don't know. I think he's only 58. Uh, I mean, so. nobody's your age. <laughs> Rocks and yeah, things. Methuselah. But I don't <laughs> know. It's going to be a tough division. There's no question about that. But let this be a lesson to all the, the Twitter experts on free agency in the NFL. All right. You can come up with all the plausible scenarios for, for where a guy's going to go. You know, He wants to win a ring. He wants to go home. So that'd be Green Bay. He wants to play with his brothers that would be pittsburgh he only wants the most money well that would have been cleveland or indy no no you get a comparable plate comparable deal yeah and it's a place like arizona where the weather's nice and, and there's hot chicks everywhere that's where you that go that's a good team yeah that, that, that's you know all these scenarios we put together in our heads just none of them ever come to fruition ever. no and that is one reason why fligger and briggs and chaos disorder are we where we are right now? It, it got to the it gets to the point where you have to make ludicrous predictions to try to stay in the mainstream. And you, I mean, look, nine times out of ten, you look like a boob. Well, there's a I'm blanking on his name. I'm going to go in and find it. it it's, if you follow up on this, a guy on I believe he's Fox Sports Radio came out and said the fact that J.J. Watt did not go to Pittsburgh when his two brothers here is the single biggest repudiation of Ben Roethlisberger he'd ever seen. That nobody wants to come to this team because of Ben Roethlisberger. And that's the only thing that prevented J.J. Watt from coming here. I mean, this is the kind of junk (laughs) that's out there. Just junk. It really is. How about uh, Tiger Woods? I mean, you know, we, we talked about um, the, the car wreck last week. He's probably done. But to your benefit, Ooh. I have a story from our boy Kyle Porter. Oh, man, it's a poetry. Poetry. Yes. And, and, and let's, let's just, you know, I'll read you the headline. Okay. Because I know you haven't seen this. I have not. And uh, the headline is, Tiger Woods has provided answers in his his entire excuse me. Tiger Woods has provided answers his entire career. After his car crash, it's time to change the question. 
Ooh. Now, doesn't that just grab you? That is a thought starter <laughs> there. Doesn't that wow. just grab you? Now, we go through all this hullabaloo about... That's back, a good word, hullabaloo. He's talking about 2008 and 13 and blah, blah, blah. Well, anyway, now we get to he has the crash. Yeah, well, this is before the crash. You know, because of the myriad operations, false starts, and long layoffs, two questions that dance in union with one another oh, when wow. it comes to Woods are relatively obvious. Is he back, and is he done? Okay, now. So they those two dance in unison, well, you said. of course they do. All right. Now he goes through the, the man-child, you know, in 97 and blah, 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 all through his career how famous he was and how tough it was to be famous like nobody's ever been famous before. <laughs> okay. Then came the 2018 Tour Championship where Woods literally swarmed by his supporters as he walked up the fairway to win his 80th career PGA Tour event, brought back one of those questions. Is he back? Okay. Incredibly, 24 months after the fourth Surgery got ticked on that punch card. I like Ooh, that. Yeah. I like that. This guy's Patrick a bit Reed's, of a wordsmith. Yeah, Patrick Reed slipped a green jacket over the most famous spine in sports history. Oh, really? <laughs> the most famous yeah. spine yeah. in they, sports history. But, but Jordan Spieth, before all before him, it came before him <laughs> just a couple of weeks ago with Jordan Spieth. This is the most famous spine uh, ever. Ever, ever. Sports Never history. been a more famous spine. Do we ask? Do we dare? Oh, Fear don't we you dare, him? Rick. Fearing that we will jinx him. Don't you dare. Will Tiger eventually catch Jack Nicklaus? <gasps> ah. <laughs> now we go on. And he's had, he's had all this nonsense happen to him. One of those old questions came roaring back. Oh, it roared back. Is he done? Spine. Oh, is he done? Yes. Are we talking about after the post-accident now? No, no. This is just... Um, oh, the, just his the, struggles this, after the yeah, Masters. Yeah, after the All Masters. Right. Is he done? You know, now it is... I mean, I just... It's just... It's, it's funny. <laughs> anyway, Tiger Woods has provided 10 lifetimes of memories. Ooh, okay. He has paid the price physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually... Regardless of the source of his triumphs and defeats. Ooh. Regardless of the source. Doesn't matter you're drunk somewhere, you yeah. know. But that's all right. He's provided so many answers. Perhaps, perhaps it's time for a new question. With two children to love and a world of possibilities beyond playing the sport that has taken so much from his life. It's taken it from him. Good God. We should enjoy these 15 majors, 82 PGA Tour wins, and countless memories from the best to ever play the game. Now we ask, what's next? Oh, what, what, what's next, Rick? Does he tell us, or is that how we leave it? That's how we, we leave, leave it, it open mister. It. What does this guy think he writes about? <laughs> this is a goal right here. I mean... 
I mean, to to be fair, yeah, that's the question, right? What what's next? Does well, he yeah, ever come what's back? Next? But but the whole most famous spine in sports history <laughs> and the sport that has taken so much from him well, yeah. and hadn't given him nothing admit, apparently. Hadn't given him a thing. <laughs> we just take it. Take, take, take. Ah, just slurp, slurp, slurp. <laughs> Ooh, it's sexy music. What's this dummy's name again? Kyle Porter. Kyle Porter. Oh, hey. boy. We, we got to hunt him down on the tweeters and see if we can get an interaction with, with Mr. Porter. I think we start go to war with Kyle Porter. <laughs> I think maybe that's a good idea. You know, yeah. while you're talking about Tiger, though, were you surprised at all? Because I was. I, I'll tip my hand here. Sort of the reaction by his fellow competitors this weekend in the tournament. Playing a red shirts and black The pants. red shirts, black, Not what really Colin Morikawa said after the round. Just kind of the reverence with which they're now treating Tiger Woods. I, I was stunned by that. No, I'm not really. I mean, it's, it's, you know, I mean, look, the guy is, is arguably, you know, the best player, obviously one of the top three or four that's ever played the game. Right. So, yeah, of course they're going to, you know, pay homage to him. You know, when it comes to something like that, it's not like it was expected. I mean, we were, we, you know, Jim Nance was talking, is he going to play the Masters? Is he going to be able to play the U.S. Open? Right. That kind of thing. And then all of a sudden this happens and, you know, there's no alcohol, no drugs involved. It was a bad car accident. So, sure. I mean, I, no, it doesn't really surprise me. I don't think he's maligned as much as it, the medium creates these monsters well that which creates people hating him you know when, when you're in a in a group um that, that you interact every day look look the three of us go out into the world we're deplorable human beings true but we tolerate him more each than other. anybody else well, yeah but. but we tolerate each other you know in a closed space once a week yeah i, I get a yay for that i hope oh we're still tracking that i hope so I forgot about that. So, no, I mean, but they're used to him. They know him, obviously. The Kyle Porter doesn't know him. Why? He writes Edgar Allan Poe stuff about him, <laughs> you know. and it, It's <laughs> nevermore and all this kind of but stuff. But it seemed, and that must be it, right? So either the, the page is turned on him, which is kind of odd to me that he's almost the the elder statesman, the revered elder statesman now versus fierce competitor but it must have been media narrative you know 10 years ago 15 years ago how much everybody else hated him I, I swear and we probably have we've had the conversation between you and I into these microphones before of look I get it you know because they, they always talked about he was kind of standoffish he he was so focused he wouldn't talk to anybody you know anybody he was playing with when he was playing around and having those conversations look you can hate him all you want but the reason you're making the money you're making right. and not 25 percent of that is because of Tiger Woods and now to sort of see that that where and maybe that's just that it's a combination of age and and younger players. I mean, well, Phil paid homage. I think Phil does hate him. I think that was a publicity thing or a respect. I hate you, but I respect you. I hate you because I couldn't beat you. Right. Simple yeah. as that. But I mean, look, you're not old enough to remember. It was the same thing with Jack Nicholas. He came up in a time and, and not just quite the same as, as Tiger, because Tiger really didn't dethrone anybody. No, it was there for the taking. The and fat he Jack come up at the time when Arnie was king, and 
they hated him probably till about 1970 when Arnold Palmer was basically over the hill, you know, or at least far less competitive. I yeah. mean, he was still, he still won a couple tournaments, but yeah, I mean, Jack Nicholas was not a love golfer. Ray Floyd was another one, you know, to a much lesser extent, obviously, because he didn't win as much, but as these guys get older and mellow a little bit, yeah, people start to like him. They get to know him a little more and so forth. But, yeah, no, it does not surprise me that they, you know, paid homage, as, as you put it. Because I'll tell you, Colin, what brought that to mind was, did you see what Colin Morikawa's comments after right. after the tournament? It was Those were sincere. A lot of times these golfers, them and NASCAR drivers, are kind of the two most insincere groups of people because they're so beholden to sponsors and everything. I don't, but that that kid meant it. Yeah. <laughs> he really meant it. That That's what really got, got me thinking. Because the red and the black, I, okay, I get it. That, that could be publicity too, you know what I mean? Sure. It's, it's the it's the ice bucket challenge. You know, nobody donated any money to ALS. Everybody did it was just dumping water on their head. <laughs> yeah. And this kind of <laughs> felt like that. But then when you hear Morikawa speak, it, it was real. It, it, sure. So I, I guess I was surprised by that. I just saw that this will take. One minute, Rick, but I thought it thought it was a cool story, and I don't know if I'm offended by it for the reverence I have for Michael Jordan or the coolest thing I've ever heard. And kind of category C, it might be a lie because it came from Isaiah Thomas, and I, I don't know why. <laughs> I feel like I don't trust much of what Isaiah Thomas had to say. But I saw a quote to him that per him, he claims he had a conversation with Wilt Chamberlain, who told him that Wilt Chamberlain in 1997 was having a conversation with Michael Jordan, where Wilt says to Jordan then, they had to change the rules for me so I couldn't dominate. They changed the rules for you, Michael, so you could dominate. <laughs> so I don't know if that's true or not, but just the, the, the what kind of sway do you have to have to say that to Michael Jordan? <laughs> Yeah, really. I whether or not it's true, I don't know if it's true or not. Um, he's right; they did change the rules so he couldn't dominate as much. But I don't recall any. I, look, I mean, look, Michael Jordan was in the '80s, early '90s. That, there was a lot of hand fighting. There was a lot of contact back in those days. I don't think they really did much of anything to stop people from trying to stop Michael Jordan, quite frankly. No, they grab and pull it. I mean, right. I I don't know if I miss, but I do look back on, you know, those late 80s, early 90s. You think of those bad boy Pistons teams where if somebody got to the rim clean, you didn't foul them, you didn't try to block the shot, you just shoulder tackled it. <laughs> they just pummeled people. I kind of miss that style of basketball. All right. Yeah. It, I still there is a quote. Of course, it's on you know it's on line here. Will once said, "Just remember, Michael, when you played, they changed the rules to make it easier for you to dominate. When I played, they changed the rules to make it harder for me." Yeah. So Isaiah Thomas was telling the truth. I guess could be. Who knew? All right, you got your dumb wheel game. Is this going to be interesting this time? Is there anything worth reading on the wheel? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is, it's it's the mystery wheel. I mean, even Alejandro doesn't know. It pops oh. up as soon as it's Well, he not. knows what's on the wheel in general, doesn't he? No. no. Oh, no. No, it, it's So from... they just auto-generate? 
Yeah, it's a secret wheel of bloviation. See, it changes everything. I like how the name. So this week it's the secret wheel of bloviation. Well, because he has no knowledge of it, it must be secret. That's true. All right. I'm going to spin the dumb wheel. Hold on. Well, well, hang on. Our listeners. What? Our listeners crave. The wheel's spinning. Oh, there it is. Oh, it's a long one. Yet again, it's such. Magic coordination. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there it is. Oh, gentlemen, it's our first draft. A draft? Yep. Oh god, is this gonna be like? I couldn't think. Of we an can't author, get so. away from anything. Well, I guess we did have Bill Murray last week. Yeah, it's yeah. always a list. List this. All right. Now, why are you flipping through paper if you're just reading it off the wheel? Well, because what's the point of the paper? It's draft, and then I came up with. He has to write it down. Oh, so fun we keep draft. Track so you're just making up a draft right now? Yes, because I wrote it down. I instantly wrote it down, then flipped to it. Hey, I don't. I don't like your <laughs> exasperation. All right. Tonight's draft is a wrestling draft. Oh, I do like wrestling. All right. All right. Pick your three wrestlers for an elimination match. Three on three tag. Oh, a tag team. Yep. Three on three. So there's three rounds. Snake draft. Oh, we're snake drafting. Oh, snake draft. Okay. All right. Oh, I'm going to have to think of them. Again, elimination. Yeah, we'll have to think. we got to go to commercial break anyway. So we will be right back for this exciting draft. And we're going to critique beer, which is home-brewed beer, not just regular swill that you get off the shelf. And a whole lot more. Well, I don't know if it's a whole lot more. That sounds like it's plenty. But, uh, yeah, we'll do that. Uh, it's a whole lot more. All right, right after this. Let's talk about our sponsor, Dead Sled Coffee. Dead Sled Coffee strives to create a culture of acceptance and respect, no matter what your level of coffee knowledge is. They are distinguished coffee for the exceptional and unconventional. They offer amazing products that do not require your dictionary or your atlas to appreciate. Feel comfortable ordering their coffee and know that it is not a crime if you do not know where the beans came from or where it was processed. They have done all the work for you, having slurped and sniffed through endless cuppings so you can just sit back and enjoy your coffee experience. Not sure what to try? Well, try some of their new signature blends, the Robert England blend, the Kiss blend, and the Cypress Hill blend. Go to deadsledcoffee.com. Use the promo code DEADSLED. 15 and take 15% off your order. Deadsledcoffee.com. And hey, tell them Fligger and Briggs sent you. There it is. Good job. Hot there. <laughs> I thought we were going to get through a break smooth. I did too. He didn't get up and leave. He didn't play the wrong bump, bumper. Everything went well. He faded out the music. And then. You know, I'm starting to think oh. that there's something fishy about every button in this place except when you push them because they never work for me either <laughs> that is true it, it's befallen both of you somehow. i know huh specifically tonight like beyond fat fingers so so tell me what's happening over there hit the button okay it like minimizes the picture okay and nothing happens maybe so- eliminate the pictures and just have sound because you realize nobody but you can see the pictures. Yeah, but that's how I know what they are. 
because the words are so tiny. What a buffoon. You can't read. He's I can't. illiterate. You need pictures. <laughs> There's that, too. <laughs> Oh, all right. Okay, so, so we... we are doing a three-man tag team elimination draft. It doesn't matter from when or where. Correct. All right. You er- know what? Eras don't matter. Um, WWE, WCW. NWA, AWA, yep. all that stuff. Okay. Don't go too far back. I won't know who you're talking about. AEW. Hey, Is that it? AEW. AEW? Yeah, that's now. Yeah. Uh, okay. TNT, all this other stuff. I don't know what they had. What was the one that uh, was all hardcore? What was that one? Uh, ECW. ECW, yeah. Oh, that's right, yeah. New Japan. All right. I am nothing if not benevolent, Mr. Briggs. We will flip a coin. Oh, okay. That's I was just going to give do. you We're the first pick because I'm a gentleman. I'm, I'm sure he's ready. Call it. Mr. Briggs, you have honors. Tails. Oh, what do you know? It's Tails. How about that? See how that worked out? I I just think that's ludicrous. I didn't even see a coin. I think it was sleight of hand, quite frankly. You're ruining the magic. (laughs) If this is magic. You're breaking down the fourth wall. i tell you what. And, and of course, all these wrestlers are going to be in their prime, correct? Correct. Andre the Giant. Ooh. You know, he, he hadn't made my short list, and I'm embarrassed he hadn't. So I got to match up size for size. Feels hack, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to go with the Undertaker. I knew it. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Undertaker. Okay. So uh, a snake draft. So this is back to yeah, me. Yeah, back to you. All right. So now I got to start to strategize. Undertaker, obviously, good place to start. But I'm going up against Andre the Giant. There's only one person I ever remember truly felling Andre the Giant. So I'm going to have to go with the Hulkster, Hulkamania. You're going to slam him again. you got to bear in mind, that was when uh, Andre barely could move hey, and he was ready to retire. That's not relevant. Okay. I'm living the gimmick. <clears throat> okay. I have a question about that after you guys draft. Okay. So it's no, up to me. You. I get the next two, correct? Yep. That's okay, how a so you got a Hulkster and the Undertaker. Boy, i tell you what. I'm going... I'm going old school on this one because this guy was tough, seven-time world champion, Harley Race, badass, through right. and through. So I'm going Harley Race, and then I'm going to go – I need I need a, you know, an agile high flyer, but he, he's still got to be t- – another guy kind of went toe-to-toe with even Hulkster. Go on, Macho Man. Oh, you stole my last pick. All right. So I got the Undertaker. I got the Hulkster. Do I need to match your grittiness and your toughness with Harley Race? I, I don't know where to go with this one. You know what? I do know where to go. I'm going to go. We, we'll put a little more energy on the group. I'm going with the Ultimate Warrior. I think I just pummeled your team. You, you've got no chance. Pummeled. <laughs> oh, pummeled. Ultimate Warrior was a hack. What do you he mean? Oh, what, hold it! Bite your damn tongue! What do you mean the ultimate warrior Jim was Jim Hellwig was horrifying. What are you talking? He had about? two moves. He shook the ropes and he run around. Right, you that's can't catch him. He run you till you wear out. <laughs> and that's why I like I like the dichotomy. Think about the entrance for my team. Yeah, ultimate warrior will be there in six seconds, right. and then you got to wait four and a half hours for the Undertaker to get down there. Right. It'll be awesome. 
Yeah, it would be. I can't believe you called the Ultimate Warrior a hack. I, I've never been more angry at you. Good. It's a pitiful Good. thing to say. A pitiful display. Good. Terrible. He was horrible. What do you mean? It was horrible. He was just horrible. No, well, it was horrible. He just was. I mean, you could have done yourself a is. lot better. Listen to that. You could have done. You could have went. Um, in fact, one I almost went with was Stone Cold. I thought about Stone really, Cold, but I, I thought that right really between be him and Macho Man. Between them two. Um, So you just stop to watch the video? Well, yeah, he, of course it freezes. So what? What's what are the you point? doing over there? I, I don't know. So I guess um, once he puts together all the virtual wrestlers, okay. he'll let us know what happens next yeah. week. Oh, well, so you'll give us a winner? Yeah, yeah, and a full breakdown of how the match yeah, went down. Yeah, we have to go the whole way through on how exactly it went. So I'm surprised Brock didn't get brought in. No. He wrestles as far, twice as, a year. As far as toughness goes, no, though. he's a he's a jabron. Wow. Okay. Um, the other thing was, did was it Big John Stud? Did he body slam Andre before Hulk? Butler Harley, Harley Race body slammed Andre before both of them. Butler High School's own Big yes, John. Yes, sir. Stud. Big John Stud died young. He was a young man when he died. He was what forty something. Yeah, he I was believe. really. Yeah. What got him? I think it was heart attack, I think. Mm, I think it was. I think it was. He was like, what, about 6'11", about 350, like something like that. He was a big man. Um, but, uh, yeah, very young man. Butler's own. Big and, John Studs, right? And I honestly thought Bruno would get thrown in there. Bruno was was a great mainstay, a great champion, but... You know, when it comes to, to to all time, you're throwing him in a tag team. Man, you know, he just, I don't know. Another name that didn't get mentioned was Ric Flair. Yeah, that's true. Piper. Piper. What about Dusty Rhodes? The Rock, Dusty Rhodes. I mean, <clears throat> Dusty yeah. was one of those old school, like, badass Thumper guys, wasn't he? You guys don't remember when Dusty Rhodes was bad guy. Him and uh, Dick Murdoch, they were the outlaws, and you know they had like the cowboy hats, and they were they were you know heels. They were damn good heels too, boy. They beat the hell out of people, and then all of a sudden it got turned, and Dusty somehow turned babyface, and the next thing you know, it's American Dream, and that was yeah. it. You know, that's how I remember him, the American Dream. I did like the American Dream gimmick though. Oh yeah, when I when I lived down in Florida, this is what early '80s. He was on, I mean, he was on TV commercials everywhere. Really? Oh, goodies, headache powders, you know, car dealerships, um, just all kinds of everywhere. They still make goodies, headache powder. Yeah, I always have some in my office desk. God, you're old. What do you do with it? You take it. You snort it. If you have a headache, that's that's what I was thinking. But it's a powder. Do you you mix it in water? Do you snort it? You yeah, shoot it in your veins. Swallow it. The powder. Yeah. Is it literally just looks like an Alka Seltzer powder? Yes. It's very bitter. Be just put it on the back of your tongue and let it go. What's the the benefit of the powder? It actually gets into your system quicker than a tablet. It doesn't have to dissolve as much. Get quicker if you took it at the back door too. But I, people aren't doing that. Just take a freaking capsule it's like the rest of the world. It's kind of hard to get a powder up there. Well, yeah. You'd have to, <laughs> That's tough. have to have a friend with a <laughs> straw, I suppose. <laughs> right. 
But anyway. What, what are you playing? I don't know. I hit the yay button and this is playing. <laughs> and I hit the yay button earlier. He is melting down over here. Anyway. Did you hear, Mr. Flager? Go quick. Which we got to sh- take a commercial. Oh, good lord! You can we do just this. came back. Well, I know that's the point. Well, we're gonna we're gonna I'll brief it, then we'll come right back. Don't keep but the, the chop Brewers chop Association, waiting. a trade group for independent brewers, have come up with four new official beer styles. Four new official beer styles. Yep. All right. Well, we'll leave that on a cliffhanger. We'll see if Dummy can handle this. We're gonna take a break. And you, we'll be. You take it. Oh, I'm gonna. I guess I'm going to take a break. Well, he's right. <laughs> Dummy's gonna take it. I guess. Oh, good God! This is so much fun. So, thanks to your boy and not our producer. Right. <laughs> we'll be back the- right after this word from the chop shop. We would like to take this opportunity to tell you about our sponsor and friends, the Chop Shop in Butler, Pennsylvania. The Chop Shop is leading the way in the Western Pennsylvania area for good eats. With fresh menus, great specials, in-house made desserts, and the recently added iced tea, lemonade, and milkshake bar, you are sure to find something to fulfill that craving or hankering, and even a little something extra for that sweet tooth. Yep, they even have gluten-free and vegetarian options as well. You know, between Facebook, Google, Yelp, and TripAdvisor, they average 4.7 out of 5, and that's over a 10-year span, so they are consistently killing it. You can check them out on Facebook, but also at ChopShopButler.com. Or do yourself a favor and visit them at 108 North Main Street, Butler, Pennsylvania. And tell them Flager and Briggs sent you. Hey, that wasn't bad. That was about half the delay on the other one. Welcome back into Chaos and Disorder. Great job today, Finkelstein. I, I couldn't be prouder of you. This, this is one of your finer performances. So, Look at him stick that chest out. Man, he is happy. <laughs> I, I could do, This is where, as, as much as I'm opposed to a video version of, of this podcast, and I know it's going to happen because you two won't let it die. This is where it'd be worth it to watch this Rube wave his arms over his head in panic the entire show. You think he'd be used to ruining the show by now? <laughs> well, uh, maybe he didn't Where's ruin it ball? enough. That's why he was Where? upset. I was like, I did not hit that one. <laughs> no, that was me. See, when I push buttons, sounds come out and yeah, the that, sounds I intended to. So, like, watch this. Sound came out. Here's my favorite. Ho, ho, ho. (laughs) I never understood your obsession with that one. During commercial, I took off the pictures. It's just words now. Back to the way that it used to be. And Does it work better? But anyway, getting back to our cliffhanger (laughs) topic. Oh, yeah. What was it? Four new. So beer style. That's those nerd words you guys are always saying, like porter and... Yes, it's not really nerd words. And, and I, I think you ought to get our critique beers and, and critique cups beers. as we Is go. Is that one of the styles? But anyway, critique the craft brewers in the United States and around the world continue to push the boundaries of beer by reviving long-lost styles and by innovating in new beer flavors. That's what they said. Anyway, they came up with... This is the four new types. The right. New Zealand-style pale ale has a medium to high hop aroma with notes of tropical fruit and passion fruit with a dry finish for easy drinking. The maltier New Zealand-style India Pale Ale... How do you have an India Pale Ale (laughs) in New Zealand? Zealand. Why is New Zealand getting all this run all of a sudden? I don't know. But it 
features citrusy and grassy notes with a dry finish. <laughs> grassy? What are we, cows? We want grassy notes? The Belgian-style Session Ale is a um, spicier version of ale, spicy while the Kentucky the Common Ale is said to taste a little sweeter, featuring a malt aroma with notes of caramel, toffee, corn, and caramel, or caramel, whichever you prefer. What do I say? I like caramel. I think I say caramel. It's probably wrong, but I think I say yeah. caramel. But anyway, we have for our for your critique. I'm not, I'm not looking your forward critique, to this, Mister. I this is beer that I made. That is the cranberry ale. So am I supposed to feel bad when I don't like this crushing it? Now since what you this made is it? is an ale, and it's infused with cranberries. What's so, Bud Light? So is it an ale? You're going to have a. A bit of a, um, almost a tart, tart finish. All right. Just a finish, not at the beginning. I never understood that, the finish. What happens at the beginning if everything has a finish? I think that's a fair question. Well, you smell it first. Okay, I smell it first. That's the beginning. You didn't answer my question. Well, no, okay, you got to guess. And you get like a, a bit of a, a malt. I mean, it's very tart. Cranberries are tart, okay. and this is a very tart yes, beer. But you're missing my point. It's I, I, malty with a tart finish. I mean this in all sincerity. We did talk I, about something with huh? with a finish. When does it begin versus the finish? When does the finish kick in versus the start? He's not going to answer my question. All right, so finish would be you've you've passed your tongue. It's gone down your throat. Okay. How can I taste it if it's past my tongue? Well, there's usually like a second after it's actually out of your mouth where you still taste it. That would be the finish. <laughs> so many jokes. <laughs> so many jokes. <laughs> and? Inappropriate. All right. So am I supposed to drink this swill now? Is that it, what we're saying? It doesn't saying? matter. You can or not. I'm scared. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Now, Craig. I like it. Finishes strong. Finishes strong. Go ahead. Continue, then we will hit Mr. Flieger. For an honest opinion, not just some, you know, you can say you don't like it, but that's fine. But I want to know why and that kind of thing. I just want to point out that Finkelstein is a beer douche, and I don't care for it. I don't care. Big douche. Um, So, starts out sweet. Finishes solid. Uh, I, I I get tart, like on my tongue after. Yes, <laughs> I'm trying to hold it together here. Tart on my tongue after. Okay, just take a sip. Just an honest. I mean, you know. All right, here we go. <clears throat> All right, I need. I think I need a drum roll for this. All right. I don't know about the finish. I don't know about the body. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm going to surprise you. I don't hate it. I don't know how much of it I could drink. Right. But for, I guess, does this fall into, I'm going to use the, the rube term because I don't know what anything else is. But for a craft beer, this is one of the better I've had. 
Right. Well Look done. That. Well it's done. Like, well, thank Look you. That. I appreciate that. It's I don't actually know. A, a, a clean tasting yeah. beer. I don't know way, about the notes and the finish and other bullshit to make me sound smart about beer, but I like it. It's I. That's it's, all it's matters. It's I. That's all matters. Yeah, that's honest answer. That, that's that's the thing. Yeah, it's what I do. I do nothing but did, honesty. Did you do the ABV on it? I did not. How do you measure that? You have a... Um, it's a little gizmo. Oh, of course. I knew there'd be a gizmo, yeah. <laughs> hydrometer. Yes. It's called a hydrometer. And basically what you do is you take a sample before it's fermented. Okay. And you get your original gravity, which is what it's called. Okay. And then this thing floats. You know, wherever it bounces up and down on the thing, you know, in the in the sample fluid. All right. Gives you the weight. Well, what it does is, after the fermentation, a lot of the sugars and everything are turned into alcohol, which is lighter. So you're going to get a different reading. So, however, whatever weight it is lighter, it gives you the alcohol content of the beer. So how does one then control the level of alcohol in their beer? There's many ways, quite frankly. Which means you don't. You just let it ride and well, hope for basically, the best. I do let it ride because I have one place. It's it's pretty controlled temperature. My basement. I can move it from the center to the colder walls in the winter to slow down fermentation and so forth. Right. The colder temperatures, but you know you can use you know obviously less malt, which is going to be less sugars. Great. It, Feel free to add anything in. Fermentable sugars. Yes. The um, nutrients that he fuel does that yeast. thing where he always does, where he just restates what you just said in a different order, but in that douche voice, so he thinks he sounds smart. Let me just push my tape together glasses up. <laughs> he, he is smart. He's got his pocket protector too. Um, the other thing is your different yeast strains have higher. I was going to say yields, but then I exactly. get ripped on. But. Um, so alcohol will kill yeast, so you need a strong yeast, so you can get a higher ABV. And there's there's so many different yeast strains. There's like lager yeast, which are called a bottom bottom fermenting yeast. I mean, you you ferment. This loggers. is a bottom fermenting podcast right now. <laughs> you know, I, I give him a, a beer that he actually doesn't hate. And he's still grumpy. Yeah, we're, we're still using all this, this fancy talk. So, okay, question. You ask, we Ser- try to explain it to you, and then you yell at us. Right. Serious okay. question. Got okay, got it. How do you prefer, or how does it come across less douchey? How do I state that? How do you control it? Different types of yeast, different types of malts. Boom! Okay? There it is. And oh. different temperatures. Boom, again. Okay. Pow! He didn't talk about the notes and do the... Well, <laughs> now the next one we're going to see. Oh, there's more. Oh, why don't you quit while you're ahead? This is a pumpkin ale. Oh, that's not going to end well. That I. That's not going to end th- well. This was bottled back in July. So it's spooled, spurled. No. It's spurled. No, 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 no. Little does he know. No. Yeah, you don't want to mess with the notes on the back end. <laughs> God. I just don't. That's what you get. <laughs> what, what does that? You know that cancels out a yay from now on. Oh, I, I don't think you get to unilaterally <laughs> do that. Of course I no, do. No, 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 oh no. yeah, this is 
This is Flager and Briggs. This isn't Flager and Minions. Well, but you're forgetting the Ann Briggs, or I'm yeah. your Ann Briggs. You're forgetting the Flager part. No, but we're partners. Right. So, so if why you would you give get me a use... yay? I can take one. I didn't give you a yay. But you gave you him... gave that authority to this idiot who can't even run a commercial five <laughs> weeks into this show. Why give him the? I don't think he has the honk, so I can't let him do. Well, that. if he did, he wouldn't be able to handle getting it over the air. That I can guarantee you. So anyway, I came across a horrible story. Horrible, you say? Really, I did. And, and this is just, um, a lady reported her six-year-old son missing to Ohio police officers on Sunday. That is horrible. In a matter of hours, a case of of a missing child became a homicide investigation. This woman attempted to abandon her six-year-old son. And when she tried to get away from him, apparently he was chasing her, trying, you know, wanting to come back. She ran him over. Oh, my God. And then dumped him into the Ohio River. Good Lord. She was trying to abandon him. Yes. She trying to abandon him at Rush Run Park in Preble County on Friday. When he tried to get back in the car, she sped off, ran over him, and dragged him for a distance, officials said. She returned to the scene about 30 minutes later, found him dead in a parking lot. Wait, where'd she go for a half an hour? I don't know. Brought him to her home. Oh, God. Placed a body in an upstairs bedroom. The next day, she and her 42-year-old boyfriend drove to an undisclosed location along the Ohio River and dumped the body in the water. Yeah, you just shoot them now, right? I mean, I, no, no uh, quickie <laughs> trial and then um, yeah, cherry I mean, pie I just, all over the wall behind them. Just, stuff whack. like that irritates I mean, yeah. that is just... Repulsive. Yeah, I don't know. I can't make the funny out of that. No. That, that was in Ohio, though, you yes. say? So uh-huh. speaking of Ohio and speaking for speaking of beer, I'm bringing it all together. It comes full <laughs> circle. It's like okay. we planned this. There's a gentleman in Ohio, very observant Catholic. Okay. He's going to give up something for Lent. Now, I think, I think we could do this for our boy here. He's shaking his head. He must know the story. And, and this guy uh, who's doing this, Works for a brewery. Okay. He's a man of larger carriage. Well, he's worried about this. He's worried about his health. You know, I got you two jagaloons telling me you're going to do buy Lululemon and do yoga pant things, doing yoga here, to get felt. Here's what this guy does. He brings it all together. He's going to lose 40 pounds, and he's done this before, and he's going to be a good observant Catholic by doing giving up eating for Lent. And he's going to sustain only on beer for the next 40 days. He did this last year. Did the whole thing. He actually goes 50 days, not even just the 40 days of Lent. Why not? <laughs> Lost 40 pounds and didn't die. So I think you two, being miserable alcoholics, most of what you consume is alcohol anyhow. I think miserable is a strong and your desire you to And your desire to get fit. I think you two go on the beer-only Lenten diet. I'm not opposed. No, but it's kind of late to start. We have I don't know. To when did Lent into start? Consideration. Well, I guess that means we just got to catch up. Cheers. Yeah. Now, this is a pumpkin ale that was bottled back in July. What is Coors Light? Is it an ale? Is it a lager? <laughs> don't say what you're thinking. <laughs> just answer the question. I don't know what it is. It's a beer. 
supposedly good. Good answer. American lager. Yeah, lager. They, they call See? it a lager. So this is a lager or this is an ale? This I forget. Is an ale. I, I'm talking and not letting you finish. Yes, this is an ale. All right. Pumpkin ale. Ale. This was made with pumpkin and spices and all everything nice. Nices, right? <laughs> it's delicious. So Alejandro, you go first. Well, he's already chugged oh, three he already of them. Has. Yeah, he... it is very good. Good. Leave it at that. <laughs> no need to douche it up. It's very good. All I right. like it. Go oh, for it. I have to go? Hold on. Wait a minute. Are you ready? I'm ready. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> you don't that, like that? That's awful. All right. Honest critique? Mm-hmm. I don't taste any pumpkin. Maybe I have the Rona. I don't taste pumpkin. There's a hint of it in there. I oh, think a if hint. I use Here we go. No, I'm just saying. I mean, I'm just thinking maybe some maltodextrin for more body. What do you think? Indeed. Um the I assume nutmeg or did you use allspice? No, I used nutmeg. It, Hold yeah. on. This might be that back end thing you guys are talking about. Uh-huh. Now I taste pumpkin. But it's been like a half an hour. Now I taste pumpkin. I think it's been about a 30 seconds to a minute. Well, it feels like most. a long time. Well, that's this because you're drags. out of your element and you don't like that. Your leg's shaking, you're all nervous yeah. and stepping and fetching. I don't over drink there. during the week. Huh? I don't drink during the week. That's I, how I maintain my girlish I figure without doing Diamond Dallas Page yoga. Yeah, Diamond Dallas. Yeah, I find it very unpleasant when I drink it, but then the pumpkin comes in and I don't mind it. So, Alejandro, if that what do you makes think? any sense. I would be interested if you threw in lactose at the at the second. Does that mean milk? Uh, lactose bacil. Oh, damn it! Sorry, I tried. I tried. <laughs> yes, it's milk flavoring. You should work some whipped cream into there. And that's what I was going to go with. At the end, in secondary, it would give it a whipped cream flavor. Oh, now we're adding secondary. It's not just in the end. It's secondary. You know, obviously, secondary. exactly what what you're talking about. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) But I'll tell you what I've got bottled right now that's conditioning in the bottles. All right. It is a... Basically, it's just a strong ale, but it is flavored with vanilla with a fifth of cream de cocoa. So it's like a chocolate beer? No. Cream de cocoa is vanilla. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? I know. Why don't I, they call it cream de vanilla? O- I know. It's an oxymoron. <laughs> that is stupid. But it is. I agree 100%. But I didn't name that. They did. Well, they're stupid. I, yes, they are. Why are you pointing are. at me? No, no. <laughs> they you know, they. Oh, the royal The, the royal they. <laughs> yeah, the little old people in the middle of the woods that write all this stuff down, you know. Let's call vanilla-flavored liqueur cream to cocoa. Yeah, that, really fool her. people. You should have called it raw. I wonder if I'd like liqueur. vanilla. Probably not. It's the most. Do you like vanilla ice cream? Yeah. Well, you like vanilla. All right. Yeah, fair enough. So, oh. in, in the months to come, we'll be critiquing. So, we have to do this a lot? Oh, yes. All right. Did you ABV this one? Pardon me? Did you get the ABV on this one? No, I didn't. You, because I'm not all that interested just yeah. with for myself. It's not about saying I'm a man, now, I drank now that I'm finally 27 ABV. Him, now that I'm finally getting him interested, I'll start taking more. Now know, that I'm interested? Or him? Him. 
I think anytime liquor's involved, he's interested, isn't it? Valid. Yeah, but I've been trying. I've been pushing him, trying to get him back into home brewing. Uh, oh, so you were a home brewer, and now you're not? Yeah, big time. Well, he has the Cheerins now. Yeah, that'll kind of take it, take I, the focus away. I actually had a really sweet setup in my basement, not my friend's basement. Oh, the, the one not you the owned. one of the dog, the one I owned. That you okay. got thrown out of so it could be made livable yeah. and weren't yes. brought back. <laughs> Still my favorite story ever. Um, yeah, I had a really cool brew bench down there. I had, at one point, six different beers going. How long does it take to make a beer? Like, how long does it have to sit there? What's that, ferment? Is that what you call it? How long does it just... Are you I doing like to shit let mine to go. it? I'll put mine in the primary fermenter for usually a couple of weeks. And then, I'll, then I'll transfer it over. What happens in the secondary fermenter? Well, I mean, when you go from the primary to secondary, you you leave a whole lot of sediment in the bottom. Okay. So, so it's not in your beer. So then, of course, it you know continues to ferment and everything basically settles out. He actually filters yet again. I generally don't do that. I I let it sit in the secondary fermenter for a month or better. And then I'll bottle it. And cold it's, filter. It's usually pretty clear. That's cold <laughs> filter. Yeah, do you or cold filter it? Or brewed. I mean, what the hell is that? I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, I like exactly. it, though. It's delicious. <laughs> that I find pleasant. It doesn't taste. So my official, so the cranberry one was good. My official one on this pumpkin spice latte thing is. No, it's just pumpkin ale. Is yucky. That's my official. Okay. That's so, why I like it, for one thing. Because it's yucky. That you seems don't odd. Like it. Oh, well, you, you liked it before I didn't like it, though. Mm-hmm. So, back to your fermenting question. I actually had one that was fermenting for two years. Yes. How long does it normally take? Like, if you didn't want to just tell people you had one go for two years, and that's how he said that, right? He just wanted everybody to go, <gasps> gasp, two years. <laughs> oh, my. I kept a barley wine for two years uh, before I entered, <gasps> entered it into a competition. Did you win? No. I should have left it another year. Oh, no, wait, it gets better. <laughs> the critique was, you know, leave it for three to five years. Okay. Oh. But I drank it off. Yeah. Shocker. <laughs> yeah. Hey, do you want to hear I mean, something? I didn't mind it. You want to hear something exciting? I don't think we've done this on the news show, so I'll continue to be delicate how I go around this. But anybody who listened to the previous show uh, knows what uh, genre of movie I enjoy, per- particularly the uh, the adult version of entertainment I like to partake of. <laughs> right. And it's the, uh, the, the stuck, the doggy the door genre. Yeah. So... So I came across one in my show research last night that, that I was most excited about. Oh, my God, my headphones just came unplugged. Hold on. So I can't hear anything. That's okay. We, nobody wants to hear you anyway. Well, well, they can still hear me. I just can't hear that. Unplug the mic. <laughs> Wait, so you don't want to hear this? <laughs> Not particularly, this is but exciting. that's okay. This is exciting. Not now, lie, to intrigued. be fair, you have to suspend disbelief a little bit on this one. Most of them are very <laughs> realistic, but this, well, they all are realistic. Right, I mean, yeah. they're all it could happen. Everyday situations. Stuck in the just couch, pulled her elbows. The, the, the guy with the sandwich from right. nowhere. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, you got to check that out. Yeah. I still want to know what happened. So, 
This looks like a roommate situation, right? It looks like a rather small apartment with thin walls, and th- this becomes very important. <laughs> so well, They all have thin walls. <laughs> so there's a gentleman and a young lady expressing their love in a physical manner. Okay. No kidding. Kind of a no- gentleman. Yes. High five. Yes. Yeah. Kind of nothing extraordinary, just your, your average run-of-the-mill. I mean, they are a gentleman and a young lady. Right. Yes. Yeah, this okay. is what they do. You know, they, a curtsy and a bow. In, indeed. So her roommate, it appears, is in the next room. Now, this is pretty clever camera work where you can see the wall in between, but you can see on either side of it. So this is some high. Th- this is some Spielberg shit going on here. <laughs> So the young lady, apparently spurred on by the by the sounds, I guess you could say, on <laughs> on the other side of of the dance. So so we're following along with me, right? So we we've got oh god yeah. So we've got the odd couple on this side, and we've got the now young, Oscar and Felix. Is this, no, okay, uh, all right, perhaps. I mean, nothing. <laughs> we not don't that know. Not that there's anything wrong with that. So the young lady on the other side, again, sort of spurred on by the by the sounds, has has taken it upon herself to, at a distance, participate. If you know what I mean, she she she's grown excited. She's enjoying it, and doing what one may do. If Field research. I like it. Field research. So. So we're seeing this for a while, and this is pretty good. Quit rubbing your head and flailing no, your listening. arms around. I'm, I'm this is very you, intriguing. You here. should be very intriguing. So at some point, you know, cut back to the gentleman and the young lady. They decide to how should I say play wheelbarrow? Does that make sense to you? Can you picture it? Not a three-legged sack race. Right. They're yeah. they're 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 kind of a look look, look like a wheelbarrow. Just getting ready for the for the mm-hmm. county picnic right. or something. I'm sure. So the young lady really, really enjoys playing wheelbarrow. So, of course she does. So she kind of rares up a little bit. Well, that's sl- how you get started to right. win the race. You know. And slams her hands against the wall. Well, unfortunately, in this crappy oh, apartment, right th- she blows right no. through the wall. And now you've got intended. the young lady stuck in the wall. You've got the friend on the other side picking the uh. banjo, for lack of a better term. <laughs> And you can imagine what happened from that. Hilarity ensues. Now, the good news is, for this time, there isn't the, you know what I hate most about these videos is suddenly they become unstuck with no context. Not this lady. She is in the wall for the duration. She rides it out the whole way. So I suggest checking that out, if you will. She didn't pull her elbows in. No. No, the elbows came through. I mean, she was through the wall. Hands, head, the whole deal. That was a cheap wall. Yeah, Yeah. Now, hopefully at the end of the movie, they they found and sued the contract. Well, I would assume, I would assume that, so. that has to be the the conclusion to this whole thing. Dangerous situation. Well, yes, I mean you know, OSHA like, would not like that at no. all. No, so, somebody could be hurt. Twenty four so. inch on center just is not up to code. No, no, yeah, she shouldn't be able to fit the whole way through. Are we now, done yet? Now, fortunately for the young lady, the roommate her her hands were free. You know, it was right. kind of stuck shoulders up. You can do well, with that what you will. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean she could get hurt. Made that, it more yeah. of a group activity. It made it more inclusive, if you will. And, and that's important. It so really is. Did the roommate end up giving a high five? To whom? To the, to the, the lass in the, the wall. Gentleman. No, or it was, the gentleman. It was more of a low five. Hmm. The, the gentleman became almost irrelevant, in, at least in terms of viewing. because Sandwich. He probably went. He was way in the back. 
You know what well, I mean? Well, he probably went and got a sandwich and then was looking up the contractor. Based on her reactions, <laughs> I don't think he left. I mean, oh, there were okay. times we couldn't see gotcha. him. But I, I like to think she wasn't putting it on, you know what yeah. I mean? That He was obviously <laughs> on the phone trying to find the contractor. Well, it could be, yeah, yeah. yeah. Multitasking, are we which done? is important. Yeah, I think, are we done? Sure. <laughs> I don't understand what the crowd's so upset about. I don't either, but anyway. No, never mind. So are you going to play out We're for done. the music? Or I'm going to attempt to. you're better. I'm going to smash the board. I'm going to pull a Briggs. There we go. Oh, very oh, good. I, I'd have bet a dollar that would have been the opener's. <laughs> <laughs> you and that damn button. All it's right, not twenty. It's the ghost. Yeah. I don't. You make that ghost laugh with those porn jokes. I don't know what. But I don't porn. Porn. You're talking about that. Porn. Porn. I'm talking oh, come about on. Come on. Shame, Shame on. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, this is a. Oh. I'm outraged. Quality programming. I am outraged. You, you have rabble, a rabble, filthy rabble. mind. You are a grown man. You are a father. You have a filthy mind, and you should be ashamed. Oh. I was trying Jeez. to say. Cheese um crow. <laughs> Quality programming for the entire family. That's more like Thanks it. Thanks for joining us at <laughs> Chaos and Disorder. Yeah, uh, if you're still listening, God bless you. Check out everything Chaos and Disorder on Twitter, Chaos and Disorder Podcast on Facebook, and email the show with all that positive feedback you're certain to have after this jam. And the negative, we don't care. Chaos and Disorder Pod at gmail.com. Until next time, we'll see you. Take care. Hey, thanks again, rival lovers. Check him out at band camp. Hasta luego. No. What are you supposed to say? Goodbye.